Welcome to the Rock the Bedroom podcast, where we talk about sex and intimacy. Hi, I'm Lee Jagger, and as a sexologist, I've helped thousands of women spice things up in the bedroom, even if intercourse is off the table. And this is the first non-sex sex podcast that shows women how to be more confident in the bedroom, create passion and playfulness in their relationship, and have the best sex of their lives. Just a heads up, I will not be censoring my guests' language, so you may hear the occasional F-bomb. Get ready for a juicy conversation as we explore how to rock the bedroom. Hey, I'm Lee Jagger, and welcome to episode one, yes, of the Rock the Bedroom podcast. I'm super excited, but it's funny because (laughs) this doesn't actually feel like episode one to me. Because I recorded a bunch of other episodes before recording this one. I realized after recording the other ones with, like I had guests on, um, that I had to record this one because I kept mentioning things in the next few episodes that you'll find out that you're not really going to understand without having some context of who am I to be talking about sex related stuff. This podcast will make so much more sense if you know what exactly I am an expert in and how I came to have this very unique skill set. So in this episode, I'm going to come out of the closet, so to speak, for those of you who don't know me yet. And just FYI, these episodes will be about sex and sexuality I'm going to be saying sex, like the word sex, a million times. So listen at your own discretion. Okay, so I want to take you back a few years when my son was 10. He's an adult now. We found ourselves homeless for a while. And I remember crashing for a bit in the living room turned into a bedroom of a hoarder's house. Yeah, rough times. Um, I was lying belly down on the bed, counting out the coins in my in the bottom of my purse and a few bills, and all the money in my purse added up to $28.23. I will never forget that amount. And that was more than what was actually in my bank account. Yeah, it was a super rough period we were going through. <laughs> And as I'm scooping up all the change from my bedspread, my phone rang and it was a woman who saw my Craigslist ad I had that I had placed looking for work. And she said, hey, you want to do erotic massage? You can make a ton of cash doing these happy endings. (laughs) Yes, I said erotic massage, like touching the penises of men I didn't know. Now, here I am with my mouth hanging open and thinking, me? (laughs) Now, (laughs) let me tell you a little something about my sex life up until this point in time. I wasn't exactly what you would call a tigress. I had a pretty low libido and half the time my boyfriend couldn't get or maintain an erection. You know, when a guy, he pulls your hand towards his penis silently asking you to tickle his pickle. I'd be thinking, oh, oh God, just I hope he gets hard fast so that we can just stick it in already because I don't know what to do with my hands. 
So me doing erotic massage as a job was ridiculous. I was not qualified at all. <laughs> and I certainly didn't want to do that kind of work. But here I am looking down at the change on my bed. I needed the money. So I figured I'd just do it for a couple weeks just to get ahead. So I took the job. And on that first day, I was determined to be that sexy tigress and pretend to be all confident so the guys would give me a big tip. You ever watch the show Seinfeld? And you know the, the character Elaine? Yeah, and her, her crazy dance moves. She thinks she's being all cool, busting out some funky moves, but she just looks awkward. Yeah, that was me. Except unlike Elaine, I was not oblivious to my awkwardness. I was feeling it deep in my bones, especially the happy ending part. I was just fumbling around. I didn't really know what to do other than, you know, up and down. There was no warm up training on a cucumber or a dildo. No, I was just thrown right in naked man on a massage table. And at one point during the happy ending of my first client, the guy pushed my hand of, away and he finished himself off. <laughs> and I just stood there uh, silently trying not to fidget. I didn't know where to look or where to put my oily hands. God, I hated that feeling, the feeling of being incompetent. In sexy, in personal sexy situations, I was used to the guy taking the lead and me just going along with whatever he wanted to do. I had no creativity in the bedroom. I didn't know how to rock a guy's world other than opening up my legs and letting him go at it. What it came down to was I had no game. I had no power in the bedroom. I thought I did. I thought I was great in bed until this, this time where there's a guy on the table who, who isn't in a relationship with me and didn't care if he hurt his, my feelings or not. He was paying for a service and he wasn't getting it. And he pushed my hand away. That was the first time I realized, no, I'm not so good in bed. Not like I thought. And you know, I could have booked it out of that office with my tail between my legs and never gone back. But I thought, Lee, it's time to put on your big girl panties. Yeah. Dang it. I wanted to be great in bed. I, I wanted to know how to touch a guy's privates. I wanted to be confident. And I knew deep down that this job was my opportunity, my practice ground to step into my power. So instead of running away, back to my comfort zone, I leaned in and I did that work, not for two weeks, like I thought I was, I was going to be doing, but I was there for years years. I accumulated, get this, over 2,000 clients. You do anything 2,000 times and you're going to get good at it. You're going to work out some kinks. <laughs> and don't worry, I am not here to teach you how to start your own erotic massage business and have to touch a bunch of strangers' penises. I'm not going down that road. I've lived it so you don't have to. <laughs> now, by practicing on all these guys, 
I ended up creating about 69 different ways to touch a guy's privates, to bring him to his knees. <laughs> when I had a client who couldn't get it up, I figured out exactly how to knock his socks off. I felt like Beyonce strutting onto her stage and just owning it. The power that I yielded in my hands, oof, it felt awesome. It felt so good. And a surprising side effect was that sexy time with my boyfriend immediately turned around. All of a sudden, I was this wild cat, always in the mood. And the first time, I remember the first time I ever gave him an erotic massage, he said, he looked me right in the eyes and he's like, what you doing for the next 50 years? <laughs> he was, he was looking at me like I was the best thing since pizza and beer. <laughs> we were playful again. We were giddy again. We were connecting more. It was like when we first met and his erection issues, no longer a problem. I rocked his freaking world, whether he was hard or not. But most importantly, I rocked my world. I had the best sex of my life, even if intercourse was off the table, like if he couldn't get it up. Who knew that was even possible? At some point, my girlfriends started noticing sparks flying between me and my BF and were like, Lee, what you doing? They wanted me to help them and give them tips for their boring, sexless marriages. And I kid you not, some marriages were saved because of what I told them. So helping my friends have a happier relationship or getting guys off in my office. Helping the girls was way more <laughs> gratifying than what I was doing with the guys. So after honing my skills on over 2,000 penises, I stopped working with the men and now I help women get their sexy back and have a super fun sex life. That's my story <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> it was a crazy journey. I'm writing a book all about it. It was nutso. Lots of bumps in the road. You don't even know the half of what happened in that office when I was working with the guys. But I have to say it was worth it. It was totally worth it to gain the skills that I gained over all those years and all those penises. I think I have the best job in the world. Honestly, now that I get to work with women, um, <laughs> I'm not talking about from before, that was not the best job in the world. But now working with the ladies, yeah, it's totally the best job in the world. I get to see ladies evolve into this confident goddess and find her voice in the bedroom and learn how to set boundaries and learn how to speak up in the bedroom. Because if you can speak up in the bedroom and set boundaries and have the tough conversations in the bedroom, then you can easily do that out of the bedroom. Yeah. And that helps not only your sex life, but your relationship in general. So, dear listener, you are in the right place if you are into having a happier relationship, a more playful relationship, because that's my intention with this podcast, to give you lots of tools to navigate the low libido, 
the vaginal dryness, the erection issues, all that stuff that cock blocks, or maybe I should say vag blocks <laughs> your sex life, your sex life, your, your self-esteem, your relationship, happiness, like all those things that get in the way. I'm here to help you navigate that. I'm so happy that you're here. We're going to have so much fun. Just hit that subscribe button or is it a follow button? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, whatever you got to do to get a, the notification when another episode drops, hit that button. <laughs> I plan to release one every week. So thanks for listening. You can also catch uh, the episodes on YouTube if you want to be able to see me and my guests. Just look for Rock the Bedroom on YouTube. Oh, I want to mention that a cat lives here. Her name is Bella, and I am her humble servant. <laughs> From time to time, you'll hear her meow, which is her basically beckoning me to open the door for her, even though she's got a little kitty door so she can come and go as she pleases. But she likes the human door to be opened for her because she wants to be treated like a lady should be treated. <laughs> and I considered editing it out, but I really want to keep this show real and raw with minimal editing. I mean, the, the world needs more real, don't you think? So once in a while, we'll be taking a three-second Bella break <laughs> while I lean over and open the door for her. All right. So that's it for today. I'd love it if you gave me five stars and a review. It helps this podcast reach more women out there. And there's a lot of women out there who need help being empowered in their in their in the bedroom and in their relationship. So thank you in advance for your reviews. Go be passionate, go be playful, and I'll see you next episode. Did you know that 9 out of 10 women don't feel confident touching their man's privates with their hands? I believe being confident in the bedroom means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to have a great sex life and a happy relationship, which is why I created an online video training called Drive Him Wild. I want to show you how to become the confident woman that you were meant to be so you can have a passionate and playful connection with your guy. And the best part is, this training is yours absolutely free. To dive in, just go to rockthebedroom.com and we can get started right now.